0: Hello. jasmine how are you oh hello I just muted my sake hi are you okay yeah fine are you okay <laughs> yeah fine oh i like your little um what are they called memoji thing
1: <laughs> i tried to make it i don't know are you meant to make it look like you very much or do people just go wild and just make them look Like, whatever.
0: (laughs) I don't know, because mine's a lot more dark than I really am these days.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, who knows, right? Who who knows? Who's to say? Who's to say how dark or light you are, Andy?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, but you remember. You remember. (laughs) I know. I know. Yeah. So, what is the latest
1: in South East London? Not much is going on, to be fair. Just, you know, the usual work, work, life, balance, trying to get that right, you know, at at times, trying to go to the gym or pretend that I want to go to the gym and then just decide I don't want to go to the gym, that kind of thing, you know. how, How are things your way?
0: Uh, well, I'm not even bothering to pretend that I want to go to the gym. Um, the main excuse <laughs> that I use for that <laughs> I am I always say, oh yeah but I walk. I try and do my 10,000 steps a day. Um, unfortunately, that has fallen by the wayside in quite a big way. Um, I was doing so well in lockdown last year. I was absolutely mm. smashing it and now that motivation to walk has just <clears throat> disappeared. Why walk when you can Sit on the sofa basically. I think, yeah.
1: I mean, I think now that maybe I don't know, like people's mentality of like probably like restrictions are lifted a bit, and therefore they don't feel the need to like go out all the time. And also, just probably like people yeah. just feeling scared to go out as well. It's probably like the same. Um, but you know, at the same time, I also think it's hilarious in the sense of you know, before the pandemic, everyone was just like, you know, if only I had the time I would do all these things hmm. and we thought we were going to come out of lockdown as like geniuses with six packs, but <laughs> we didn't because the reality is is that even when we have the time to do those things, we just don't want to do them and we would rather just watch some Netflix. Um, <laughs> so, Oh
0: Christ, yeah Netflix, awesome. taken, yeah, Netflix has taken an absolute hammering I definitely wouldn't say that oh I've I've completed Netflix <laughs> like some people try and say um but yeah I've I've I I've, I don't think I've ever watched as much TV in my life really
1: yeah and I think that like Netflix knows that I saw this sketch once like about Netflix being like what like like basically like it's like about like kind of Netflix um like behind the scenes and it's just like watching all these people pick pick the shows they want to watch and basically there are loads of shows that are just made up that don't really exist but they just exist there for people to think that they might want to watch them but never actually watch them and then it's like you watch the team go into into like panic mode because someone's about to choose one of the shows that don't really exist and they're trying to figure out what they can like try try and put together behind the scenes and then at the last moment they decide that actually they're just gonna watch Friends again. Um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And I oh, think God, that's yeah. I think that's true. I think that's just basically what is happening in the sense of um yeah, they are they just stock stockpile all these shows, but like whoever watches half of the shows that are
0: actually on Netflix.
1: Um you just go back and watch the things mm. that you always want to watch. Um
0: yeah. yeah it's a bit of a I I I am um I fall foul of that frequently, Um, I mean as a big Peep Show fan, I have them all on DVD, but have I picked up one of the DVDs in the in recent years? No of course I haven't, I've just watched it on repeat on Netflix and it's actually it was quite frightening the rut that I got myself into fairly recently where I'd smashed through the entire um, nine series in like two weeks and things like that <laughs> <laughs> I ugh. Yeah, but I, I have I have broken out of that rut. What I was watching just before we started talking was the uh, Britney versus Spears documentary. Have you seen that? No, no. Is that good? It's good so far. Yeah, I'm only half an hour in with an hour to go. But basically, um, it's, it's just shocking the, the lack of control and the fact that there is a... Way in the American legal system where, yeah, this was able to happen to her and it can happen to other people. And I just think it's, yeah, one of the most terrifying concepts ever that someone can just take over your life to that extent. I don't, I I just feel bad for Brittany. I mean, that's the whole point of the documentary. Obviously, I've been, (laughs) I've been reeled in hook, line, and sinker, but I would, yeah, I would recommend it for sure.
1: Okay. Cool. Well, I will add it to, to the list that never ends, which is the yeah, what I'm going to watch so. next.
0: Yeah. And it's also, always like that list of like... Sorry, you go. Oh, no. The, uh, talking off those lists, I've had a list that I started in a, um A-level media studies class um, and asked everybody in the room, because I thought, well, these people know good films and TV and stuff ask people for recommendations and I still have that list and there are still things on it that in 2002 I said oh yeah I'll I'll watch that sometime and still have round (laughs) two it's yeah it's just an endless list kind of like the quotes list which is also endless
1: that's true that's true how is have you Um, added to the quotes list
0: have I added to what you mean since uni
1: well, I mean, obviously, I know you would have added to it, but I didn't know that you were keeping it up.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. I uh, Something my boyfriend said went on it, like, two nights ago. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was that quote, then? Um... <laughs> it was... <laughs> we were... Um... <laughs> it's going to sound weird. We were kind of reminiscing about the word bonk and bonking. And how <laughs> right, right that, no that does that it was more innocuous than it sounds, I promise you, um, mm-hmm. and just how you know in in the nineties, bonking was a euphemism for having sex, and people don't really <laughs> say it anymore, and then it, yeah, it just sort of developed into into a quote, but yeah, I add to the quotes list all all the time to the point where um. Some people are so familiar with it and my fondness for it that if someone says something and I pick up my phone, they go, Oh, is that going on the quotes list? kind of thing.
1: <laughs> I don't, I don't, I mean, I think I must have at least one quote on the quotes list, but I don't think oh, I've got. Of course you do, mate. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think I've got that many, right? Because obviously, like the majority of my quotes would probably come from uni. I don't know if there would have been any since then that would be quotable or suitable for the quotes list.
0: Um, Everything suitable for the quotes list. If it makes us laugh, it's on the quotes list, basically.
1: <laughs> I see. I see. I mean, that's just... It's one of those things where, like... Do you ever think about, like, whether or not you would, like, collate it into something more,
0: like, formal or something, or just... <laughs> <laughs> well, um, there are over... Um... I think there's about 1500 quotes now. (laughs) There should be more. There are plenty that have been missed due to intoxication or just general dumb fuckery on my part, and not sort of picking up my phone and going, oh, that's a quote, even though I was laughing my head off at the time or whatever. But I have thought to myself, I would love to compile a top 100 one time.
1: I mean, you're gonna have to do then a cut off, aren't you? In a way, like you're gonna have to be like, at the end of this year, be like the top 100 quotes between X and 2021 or something. Oof,
0: that is difficult. I mean, it all started in 2005, mm. and, and it it's started... already been 10 years. Yeah, I, hang on, 10.
1: You said 2005.
0: Yeah, so that's what? 17 years ago? 16 years ago?
1: Yeah, I said it was like over 10 years. It's been over 10 years. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's, it's, oh, yeah, okay, you're right. <laughs> you are right. <laughs> 16 is more than 10. Yeah, of yeah. But it just seems to say over 10 didn't seem to well uh, okay it's nearly it's nearly two it's nearly two decades then well yeah there's i mean there's got to be something for the 20 year anniversary uh i'm sure no one will give a shit about this except for me but that's fine (laughs) because it's a i think like i think
1: it'll it will be one of those things where I think people will like to see it because they will f- they will have forgotten things and, you know, you yeah. have this record of a time, of a place, and, you know, it will be yeah. one of those things where, like, you know, you read something and you're just like, what was that again? What did we think? And then you start remembering and then you remember and then it just, like, makes you laugh again because you remember it. Or maybe yeah. you don't remember it. It makes you laugh because you completely forgotten <laughs> the context. Of it, and it's just this weird yeah. quote that just hangs in the air.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, either either one of those works. It genuinely has lifted me out of some sort of darker moments. Um, yeah, feeling low for whatever reason, and then I just go and look at the quotes list, and I think actually, yeah, life is pretty hilarious sometimes. So it's a very powerful tool in that sense. Yeah. And do you know who the first person? To get on the quotes list was, I mean, I would guess it was like Emma Uh No, it wasn't actually. It was McVeigh.
1: Oh really? Really? Wow. Yeah. I um, mean,
0: <laughs> what what was her <laughs> quote then? What was the first quote? The first quote is um. Yeah. What the What the fuck's wrong with your trainers smelling of mold? <laughs> That's so her. i <laughs> um, and possibly the second quote is something. Oh, that's it. Um, I don't even know what you look like, Andy. All I see when I look at you is a big block of cheddar. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that a quote? Um, it was like,
1: is it like it was the best of times? It was the, what was it? What's that quote? It's the best of times? It was like the worst of times that sounds like a dickens
0: quote jasmine
1: but wasn't isn't there not is there not a quote like that on the quotes list i swear I like there a was a variation of that yeah it was like a variation of that it wasn't that because i'm pretty sure that oh. is like a dickens quote or something
0: isn't that how is it great expectations starts
1: or a tale of two cities i'm I'm pretty sure it's one of potentially it could have been i think it's the tale of two cities that's where it comes from I think but I think I feel like I remember it was a quote and I feel like it was either Emma McRae or MMA that said it
0: unless and you're it was... confusing that with there were moments of strength and there were moments of weakness
1: maybe maybe that's what I'm thinking of, but I swear there's
0: something <laughs> else but I don't
1: know I don't know it's hard to know Andy because I don't I don't think I've ever actually physically seen the list, in the, even though I know of his existence, and I know that things went
0: onto it. But I don't mm. know <laughs> actually seen it. You've definitely got some sort of quote about gravy and how it makes you aggressive. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that would have been, yeah. <laughs> I know that 100%
1: would be on there. because, yeah. And I feel like, I don't know if there's another one where I was like mean to someone. Like... And that got quoted or something.
0: You were mean I'm to ha- someone? <laughs> there actually, <laughs> there are some quotes on there that are quite exceptionally bitchy, and maybe shouldn't uh, be any more publicised than they already are. <laughs> I think that you'll have to do if you were
1: ever to to pick a top hundred. I think you would have to filter some out as not eligible to be <laughs> to be included. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah yeah they were they were yeah. part of a different era
1: <laughs> yeah 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 definitely definitely a different a different time when we
0: were all stupid and silly at one point yeah but you've always been one of the more sensible headed ones of the gang I would say Jasmine you you've kept my feet on the ground numerous times and I thank you for it a lot
1: thanks thanks andy i mean i feel like i feel like we've all had our moments though you know where like you know i feel like we've all had moments but i i also think as well like i was i was you know part of the group but i wasn't with you guys all the time so maybe
0: like no the house the smoky house that we were living in
1: (laughs) yeah precisely so i don't know if like it was just those moments where I came in I just seemed more sensible but then you know there are like crazier moments outside and you know there were some some funny times. Um, I also think that I'm just not as um, I'm probably just not as kind of extroverted or like outgoing as some of you are I think as well so I was a bit more like hesitant to to put myself out there probably in some ways which is probably why it seemed like I was more sensible
0: (laughs) I think it's not that you're not outgoing it's just that you're not a gobshite like some of us are
1: (laughs) to be honest I don't know I I I, mean I I I feel like no you
0: go no you go I I firmly um I firmly put myself in the gobshite camp, although I think I'm a bit less gobshite-y than I was when I was at university. I've got more um, diplomacy now. Um, Some of that, I think, Mm -hmm. comes from a career in HR. um, (laughs) Whereas, you know, back in the day, I was one of those people that I now have come to grow a lot of (laughs) contempt for, uh, that think that, Mm -hmm. oh, just because I think something I should say it, I can say it, it doesn't matter, I'm so important that my opinion um, is the be all and end all, um, and obviously I don't feel like that now but I'm still, I guess um, someone that people might class as an extrovert as well.
1: Yeah yeah, yeah, but
0: I think it's more just like I mean, I don't know if it was just like, you
1: guys, I don't know maybe like, I don't think you come c- 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 shy like in that kind of way but I remember an incident when you know when we went to Blackpool for oh, um, yeah.
0: Today's birthday. <laughs> it was
1: 21st. Yeah. Do you remember yes. there was I think it was me, you and Lucy and we were walking back from I think the strip club and there <laughs> were these guys that were like and there were these guys that like came up to us. I think they were from like were they from like Liverpool or something and they were asking if we wanted to go back to their hotel. To do, yeah. I think, to do drugs, and I was like, no, we should go back. But you and Lucy were like, yeah, let's do it, let's go. And I was like, no, <laughs> no, we can't go. Like, we need to go back to our hotel. But I feel like we were all drunk. But I don't... do. You remember this? Am I? Is this somewhere no. This happened, didn't it? Did you remember?
0: Do you know what? I don't have any recollection of it happening, Jasmine. But I can completely believe that it did. To be honest with you that sounds like because I I, I vividly about. remember this I
1: vividly remember this like incident happening and you and Lucy were like come on come on and I was just like no no and I think I stormed ahead like stormed away to be like yeah. they won't they will they will follow me and you guys did and then we were just like we and then you were like oh we could have done we could have had we could have had some more fun and I was like no not that kind of fun <laughs> like storm back to our hotel and make us go sleep in that really weird little hotel that we got. It was like an b- um, Airbnb, Airbnb, because the Airbnb didn't
0: exist at that time, but it was like a BnB and b And it had, um, didn't it have bunk beds and stuff? It was almost like a dorm room type. Yeah, it was this setup, weird, it? it was a
1: weird dorm room, and the woman wouldn't let us bring any alcohol into our rooms. So we had to try and smuggle it in, but then she like caught us, I think. And then we had to go sit in that weird little bar that she had, which was basically like a living room and had to try and like buy these extortionate like vodkas and just sit in a weird living room bar because we couldn't drink
0: in our oh, rooms. Man. It's all coming back to me now. Christ, what a time to have been alive. What a time. But
1: do you remember like, do you remember much of that night?
0: Uh, bits and pieces. I mean, it was what, 15 years ago? Yeah. I remember yeah. Um, me, I fell out with both the Emmas for some reason. Yeah. Probably just general gobshitiness, I'd imagine. Yeah. Um, and Sarah had a bad foot and was kind of whinging about it all night as well. mm. Yeah, yeah. And Gold Digger by Kanye West was the kind of the big hit of the moment. And I remember us all going like crazy when it came on in the club.
1: Mm. Yeah. But do you remember, like, <laughs> do you remember when you met those random guys in that
0: bar? Uh, no. <laughs> I'm ashamed to say you're yeah. going gonna to tell me more about what happened with these guys now, aren't you?
1: Well, because basically oh. we... We met, But do you not remember, I swear that there's probably a picture somewhere, like, uh, only hard copy, because obviously we didn't really have cameras on our phones, or not good enough anyway. But like, yeah. they they all had this game where they were playing where they were like, they like popped their balls out and they were trying to touch like random girls with their balls in the bar. <laughs> we like caught them and we were like, what the hell are you doing? And then we just, and there was, like, a big group of them. I don't know why they were there, but I can't remember where they were from either. But, like, roughly. And then, like, and then I think, like, I got the number of one of them and Lucy got the number of another person or something. And it was just such a weird, it was a very weird
0: incident. Um, you took the number of a yeah. guy who you were introduced basically bollock first.
1: Well, like, I don't know if it was the guy. <laughs> I like, I remember it was some of them. It wasn't the whole group. And I think I took the number okay. of one of them, but I can't, I can't say for sure whether or not it was one of the people that had bollocks out or bollocks in. <laughs> so, so yeah. So that, so that happened. But, I mean, obviously it didn't come to anything. Never met them, we never met them again. Um, no. It was,
0: just, <laughs> what a shock. it was
1: just, yeah. I mean, it was a very eventful night, because then obviously then we went to, like, This male strip club where everything went down.
0: Oh, mate! I've still got though the only two existing copies of Emma with Zeus.
1: (laughs) Ah, Zeus! Like that was just such that was literally the weirdest thing. Like, do you remember when we walked in, and it was like empty, and it was just us in this like weird little strip club, and there was basically the bartender who. Was like why are you guys here? And then, and then <laughs>
0: we, we were like, because we want to have a good time.
1: Yeah. And then we just kept doing. Did we keep doing spring box or were they called grasshoppers? Do you remember them?
0: Oh, they some sort of green shots. Shot? Mm.
1: Yeah, it's like oh. creme. I think it's babies and like creme de mont, I think.
0: <laughs> Always a good combo.
1: <laughs> I know. I mean, they don't. It doesn't sound very pleasant, but I think it tasted. Quite all right, but I just remember. Though I remember we just. I think we were doing them, and then obviously, well, then everything happened with Zeus. Yeah,
0: Zeus and his cronies.
1: But actually, his cronies were they cronies? One, I, I only I only remember him.
0: there the were Zeus had two. Yeah, like yeah cronies is is the best word for them um, <laughs> and that that whole situation was actually really dodgy so depraved yeah well I do
1: you remember how much the dance was oh
0: god pence surely it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't a big expense <laughs> as far as i can i mean I, can't, I mean
1: obviously like if we could afford it it couldn't have been that much right um, um but yeah, because I, um, yeah, I remember that it was just like, who's going to go in? And then it was just like, I remember I was like, no, no, no. Obviously me being the sensible, sensible one in verse the commas again. And then mm. I think, and then yeah, then it was like, obviously the two, Am- was it both the Emmas and Lucy? Yep. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and that because was just i kind of wanted to go in and was a little bit gutted like, not
1: to. <laughs> i mean would you like on reflection do you think that would do you think that was a
0: good choice or do you think actually you would have wanted to go in I, i'm thankful for the way the events unfolded actually yeah i wasn't at the yeah. time but with with retrospects, with a slightly more sensible head on, yeah, I am very glad that I wasn't part of that because I, yeah, I don't know what I would have done, basically. Yeah, yeah, it could have been catastrophic.
1: Yeah, it could have been, but but it wasn't. But then we didn't really learn our lesson, did we? Because then, obviously, for Emma's Hindu, we did get. A stripper again. Well, I mean, she had another interaction <sighs> with a stripper, which was not <laughs> just not what I think she wanted
0: either. That guy was awful, wasn't he?
1: I just felt bad for you, Andy, because I feel like you had to deal with him, and he was getting aggro
0: about stuff. Yeah, he was. I mean, I I was tasked with booking a stripper, so. I mean I thought oh was what, what it did Emma movie. did Emma
1: actually want one or was this something that like the, yeah, was the of those, kind
0: of It was the classic um I'll pretend I don't want one but I do really sort of jobby. Right, right. But I think when <laughs> when he was actually there, the reality of him being there, Emma was a bit like, Oh shit, this is what it's really like to have a stripper you know so in your face as he was um but it was always something that she wanted to have happen on her Hindu. i'm sure <laughs>
1: <laughs> i mean i just i mean i think again there are very
0: few photos that have survived from
1: that that moment or that kind of thing but like in the photos that i remember seeing everyone else's everyone's face apart from the strippers is like absolutely mortified and just like hating the
0: whole experience yeah Which, although Michelle you know... has Michelle's got a video of me looking quite enthusiastic but in my defense it wasn't because like oh this is the first time that I've seen a cock for years or whatever it was more just because <laughs> I felt bad that that everybody was looking so embarrassed and I, and I just wanted to diffuse that awkwardness by showing some enthusiasm. So it was fake enthusiasm. But Michelle obviously likes to take the piss out of it and be like, Oh, look at Anne, like loving it because you know she never gets any sort of thing. And it's like, well that couldn't be further from the truth, actually. That wasn't what was happening whatsoever. Um so yeah, there is there is some footage of that nature that exists.
1: Yeah. Oh my yeah. god, do
0: you remember the crystal maze thing the next day?
1: Yeah. Yeah it was I
0: mean it was I feel
1: like we had a nice time though.
0: Oh yeah definitely but we we just did the classic you know on a two night thing go too hard the first night and then the second night is it's is hard to pick up the pace in the same way isn't it?
1: Yeah I mean definitely the second night was very very chill compared to the first night.
0: Yeah. Oh man I mean, I I mean that was Four years ago, crazy. So much has that changed in crazy. the last four years. So much has changed in the last year, even. I feel like I feel like my life is completely different from a year ago.
1: Mm. Yeah. 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 I guess like my life would be. I would argue is very different. Well, not very different. I mean, a year ago we were in the middle of a. Oh, well, we are in the middle of, like, lockdown, I suppose. Um So, like, lots of people's lives are different. But, yeah, I guess, like, mentally and
0: emotionally and stuff, you know,
1: yeah, in a different place.
0: Would, what would you say the biggest lesson that you've learned from the pandemic experience is? Um,
1: I think, I don't know if it's, like, um, I don't know if it's, like, a lesson, but, like, I suppose the i mean i guess for me i've always thought that like i'm i like i've always been a person that's enjoyed my own company and is doesn't mind Mm. being by themselves and like doing things by themselves yeah but I think I learned like the value really or appreciation of like having interactions with other human beings in like a in a in a kind of a face to face kind of way because you know I kind of forgot that you know even if I didn't see my friends every single day or whatever i would if I was going to work, I would interact with my colleagues every single day, and that is a form of human interaction which i taken for granted as something that was valuable, you know. Mm. And then when you're in, a, in the middle yeah. of a pandemic and all you do, you know, because I live by myself, you know, if I'm just here by myself all the time and I don't, and I don't really have conversations with people other than over a screen, you kind of forget that. You kind of forget that. That you know, you kind of start to feel a bit more lonely or like isolated than I would have if I was, you know, if we weren't in the pandemic but I was doing the same sort of stuff if that makes sense um,
0: Yeah, definitely Yeah, that, but, that human interaction was um, yeah, heavily missed on my part during lockdown as well
1: Yeah, well I guess you were in a similar-ish kind of position as well because you also live by yourself and then you've got cats I suppose, so you've got some like sentient Mm. interaction with something um but like yeah but what do you think was your kind of lesson learned or thing that you took from the pandemic
0: oh god that's a it's a it's a big old question jasmine and i um should have prepared you before i asked it to you because it's it's such a big question um maybe number one and this is a massive cliche However, I mean, have Mm. I ever used a cliche? Come on, Jazz. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Probably um, that old, you know, life is too short thing.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Genuinely, because, you know, not, not to... I don't know who's listening to this, but not to be too disparaging of my previous relationship, this isn't a platform to bash the ex or anything but um Mm. you know sort of lockdown helped me realize that that relationship wasn't right and sort of weirdly gave me the courage to end it um Mm. because of the thought of well life life is too short there you you never know when something is going to be taken away from you you know i know that we we weren't having to deal with things in the way that people were say in the second world war because people weirdly were making comparisons weren't they to the restriction of freedoms that people felt during the blitz and stuff um yeah which just absolutely is not a fair comparison whatsoever however for people of our generation it was the biggest yeah deprivation of liberty that we'd ever experienced or hopefully ever will again but hmm. it happened, didn't it? And no one could have predicted it and when, in several years when we look back and we explain to people what that deprivation actually meant, people will go "Well, oh, what? How did that happen? Why did the British people, well people all over the world to various different extents, why did people put up with that? And it's like, could, I don't know, we just did. We, <laughs> we just kind of did what we were told. Everybody just sort of towed the line with that. But you just never know when suddenly the government is going to turn and force you to do something that you never ever expected. So you've really got to make the most out of things when those freedoms come back. Yeah. Yeah. And you shouldn't I mean, I've sort of yeah formed this mantra about not putting up with mediocrity anymore. Mm-hmm. So don't waste your time on mediocre interactions mediocre relationships um hanging out with mediocre people that yeah that was quite a big thing when we were allowed to kind of socialize again i'd realized that as a classic extrovert and people pleaser before the pandemic i was wasting so much time hanging out with and trying to get um like approval from people that i didn't really care about it was just because i I wanted this sort of affection and approval from other people, even to the detriment of me having a good time because I didn't have any true uh meaningful relationship with the people that I was trying to get it from so yeah, that whole life is short time is precious thing so hang out with people that you actually want to hang out with, not just a crowd, please people please to be seen as sociable because who the fuck actually cares about that in your 30s nobody looks at each other's um circle of friends and is impressed by how big or small it is it's so it's such a personal thing to you that i kind of learned to stop giving a shit about being seen to be sociable so now i'm much more selective about who i spend my time with
1: yeah yeah no i think that's true i think you realize and i think yeah like you're saying like it is just something that sort of evolves, isn't it, in terms of, like, just not wanting to have to put up with certain things anymore and, like, getting to an age where you just feel like, yeah, like, why why am I doing this? Um,
0: yeah, exactly. Who am I doing this for? Because I finally realised it isn't me.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, you know, we both, both of us, during the pandemic, like, had relationships which we are no longer in now um yeah and I think you know it is it is the same in the sense of you know the the pandemic brought into focus probably issues that may have always been there but sort of exacerbated them a bit because of the restrictions or because of the situation and yeah you know, and I think it's just like you like it's hard to know you know well from for me anyway it's hard to know you know if the pandemic hadn't happened would I still be in that relationship just carrying on sort of with the with a sense that maybe something was sort of underneath the surface but it hadn't surfaced yet so we just carry on um or whether or not we would yeah. still I would still sort of be in the same position now where it would have still come to a head and you know we would we wouldn't be together as well like it's hard to say isn't it but you know i guess mm-hmm. it it is it is one of those things again in the sense of when you reflect on things and you think oh why was i doing that why did you know what was happening in that kind of space um and the things so yeah so i guess yeah now you you can reflect on it and be like that was probably a good thing um but yeah, you can only do that now.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah, obviously we've talked about it before. the The impact of lockdown was probably more of a catalyst in your relationship situation than it was in mine. But for me, yeah, I think it it was just the um, the vast amount of time available to us uh, just just sharpened my mind a bit and somehow gave me a bit more. Strength and well, there was a particular event that sort of caused the eventual break up of my relationship that actually wasn't lockdown related at all, but mm-hmm. um yeah it, we'll, we'll never be able to make that separation will we between what what was definitely caused by it and what wasn't but yeah we, i mean we're we're still we're still kind of in it, I guess, aren't we? Well, we are, actually. There's no kind of about it. I retract that statement. We're still in it.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, now it it will be one of those things of where, you know, we'll wait for the BBC TV series in, like, 15 years or maybe less that will reflect on this period. And we'll look at it and be like, oh, yeah, that, that did happen that way or that didn't happen that way or, yeah, and it'll make us give some pause to it. In terms of how things were before, during, and after, um, but we probably can't can't do again that that self reflection yet because we're not far away enough from it. No, definitely not. Mm. But obviously now, that. like <laughs> I know it's crazy. Um, but obviously now, you know, now we're going back into this new world post pandemic, and obviously you're in another relationship again but i am back in the the wonderful world of like dating
0: (laughs) mate i i was i was there i the the period that i had of dating before this relationship was um full of interesting tales as well and um interactions (laughs) most of which were not very good and um I just think dating in the modern world. I mean, th- tell me the latest. What how, any any crazy things have happened? Any interesting bios that you've read?
1: I mean, I mean, I think they're always interesting kind of characters, aren't there? There are ones I've seen quite a lot of um, bios are very specific in the sense of they list a lot of things that they want. And what they don't want, which I find quite jarring or off putting for someone to be that way, so it'll be someone I mm-hmm. think I read one the other day, which was basically like you know uh you know I'm looking for someone young and fun and a professional and they can cook and they like to travel, and they don't have their own kids, and they've never been married, and you know they mm-hmm. they are a size blah or something like that, and I was just like, "Wow." like that's very specific like you're looking for this certain kind of person and I just thought like but does that person that you've described want someone like you or would want or like what would any woman like respond to that in a positive way like I personally don't find that very attractive for someone to be to write something like that and also when men use the kind of don't want any drama or don't want you know all that kind of stuff it kind of is implying something about women or putting something on them rather than yeah. it sort of being like, if there was drama in your relationship, it could, it's on both of you. It's not just one person um, yeah, and stuff. So I find that very off-putting. And then there are just people that are like extremely like sexually aggressive, which I find again, very off-putting and weird. Um probably won't won't say the specifics but there was one <laughs> that i read that was very very explicit in terms of the sexual acts that they wanted out of a relationship wow. and, and, and the focus of that um and again i was just like and it was weird because it's balanced with very normal looking photos but just very explicit content um mm. um There, um, but yeah, and then there are just like the other people that are sort of like just passing through London in a way that are just looking for something, Um, you know, just just as they pass through for like the week or the five days or even the twenty-four hours that they're in London for, which again I find um, quite I don't know I find it strange or off-putting like in a way Mm. I don't know. but yeah, there was, there was. I don't know if I sent this to you already, Andy, but there was a guy that's profile was basically, like he was in London for 24 hours,
0: mm. was
1: looking to meet a woman to come, and this was exactly what he said in his profile, he was looking to come over to, to, to meet a woman, go to this woman's house for no more than like 30 minutes, and then like go down on her and then leave. And there was no need for reciprocation. Those are pretty much what he said
0: in the profile. Wow. And I was I just like... What... <laughs> <laughs> what kind of response I wonder he got for that? But
2: yeah,
1: I mean, I mean it's weird. It's, just, it's like, I don't, again, I, I feel like he's a dating app. Is that, is that the scale now that we're dealing with? You have people that are like that end. And then you have people that are basically like looking for a wife i don't know maybe that is what it is i don't know is anyone looking for a wife i mean it's hard to know whether people are joking when they say they're looking for a wife <laughs> um, so i i would say 50 percent are joking and then the other percent are probably being a bit serious um but yeah um but, yeah, but I did go on a date last weekend, oh, yeah, and the person was very nice, like nice person, just and I think this is the this is the thing, isn't it, where someone can be nice and like you know nice looking and all of this kind of stuff, but if you just don't feel anything it it just yeah. you just there's nothing you can do about that, like you know. No. I think that's the issue it was just like you know when you look at someone and you're like yeah they tick all the boxes on the paper like you know they do all these things and you know and and you know you have a nice chat with them and they're not like weird or they're not like um you know creepy or anything like that but you just feel very meh about it (laughs) and
0: yeah there's, there's a lack of chemistry
1: yeah but then it's weird because then you could go out with someone who is terrible on paper who like you know objectively you're like no this person no absolutely not but for some reason you just you can't help yourself with them um, mm. and it's just so it's, I find that a really weird phenomena in terms of like what is it that attracts us to people really <laughs>
0: um, and things yeah Yeah, that that is a really good point because I've always found it quite interesting in in my sort of um, dating history. I, yeah, back before I ever had a boyfriend, I was kind of like, I always imagined that I'd end up with somebody who um, was very extroverted and very life and soul of the party. But my previous history suggests otherwise. I tend to form more meaningful bonds with people that are um more introverted actually and so technically on paper those people don't me and those people shouldn't work but we have and we do and it's um yeah kind of, kind of surprising but kind of nice i think for for me there's something about you know, with um more introverted people it's almost like you've um it's more of a reward when you form a bond with somebody introverted almost does that make sense yeah because they're not they're not out there just to people please they're actually there for that meaningful exchange and when it happens it's it's just it's just wonderful (laughs) (laughs) i mean i think i think it just comes down to like you know,
1: what is it if we're all like, you know, again, not to use cliches, but if we're all kind of puzzle pieces in a way, it's like, what kind of, you know, what fits with you, right? Like, um, what kind of covers all the things that you're kind of missing, or like, you know, all of that kind of stuff. But, you know, sometimes it is opposites in the sense of an introverted person an extroverted person or it could be two extroverts or it could be two introverts or you know any other sort of combinations in between all of that um but it does come down to like you know just individuals like again you could meet like you know we've all done it you know you kind of list out all the things that you think of your type and things and you could get I mean you know you could have 10 people like Um, that meet um, that criteria but you wouldn't like all 10 of them Um, you'd only like maybe one or two of them um, because they're they're not all the same even if they have very similar qualities or attributes and and stuff Um, and you know we're all more than one thing anyway so it's kind of interesting but I guess it was just for me I guess it's just one of those really annoying things where It seems like it takes an effort to, you know, to even get to getting to a first date. And then you feel like, oh, you just want it to go well, so you don't have to do it anymore. Um, Mm. And then it doesn't. And then you feel like, oh, you know, you have to start again and things. But I suppose, again, going back to our pandemic lessons learned kind of thing like we don't you don't want to just settle for something or you don't want to just be like okay this will do because you kind of oh. want to make sure that it is something that you want to you know you want to be with someone and it's a choice rather than a sort of yeah if this is fine like I could this is
0: fine <laughs> yeah nobody should put up with fine people should feel that something is extraordinary
1: yeah, yeah, and, you know, because I feel like, you know, people always talk about, like, a honeymoon period and stuff, and I'm just thinking, like, you know, if you don't have that honeymoon period, if you're not absolutely, like, besotted with someone when you're first dating, like, what hope do you have, like, later down the line when, you know, reality starts to kick in a bit and things happen and, you know, you want to make sure that you at least started from that kind of point, right? um yeah and 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 things and then you kind of progress from there but if you're just starting at quite a low base then it just feels like you're not really gonna gonna make it um and things
0: yeah definitely i i always worry that i am a bit too um (laughs) over the top um in a honeymoon period um and sometimes i think shit i need to um <laughs> reel it back in a little bit because there's always that fit i don't know if it's you know partly a sort of female thing of um i don't want to come across as the bunny boiler or the psycho hose beast mm.
1: yeah but i mean have you do you feel like currently you're still in a honeymoon period or do you think you've moved out of it now
0: no way definitely still the honeymoon period because there's still so much to um there's still so much to find out there's still so much to explore I mean part of dating in your 30s is that you don't have as much time to just like just hang out with each other and 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 that's all there is I I feel like yeah in, in your 20s you uh or younger of course you've you don't have the responsibility levels you're not as invested in your work more often than not um you don't have as many other commitments so you can just like throw yourself almost blindly into a new relationship and it's all yeah completely life-consuming but it it isn't like that in your 30s i mean it's still don't get me wrong it's still very very consuming but in in my case, the reality of being in your thirties just hits home, and like we don't live around the corner from each other either. So there's the kind of logistical challenge of you know when we're going to see each other, and you know other things, other commitments and stuff. So it's 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 not a fairy tale setting. It's not all that straightforward. But I feel like yeah, definitely honeymoon period is still on. It's still kind of early days i i can't really tell you exactly how long we've been seeing each other for because i can't (laughs) i don't i don't really know because does that count from the first time we met or is it some other point later down the line that i'm not aware of
1: (laughs) i mean it's kind of i mean like this is i think this is again like about a kind of cultural thing about us having to put labels on on things particularly relationships or romantic relationships in in terms of you know some people are like oh we've been going out for like x amount and they count that from maybe their first date other people will count it from like when they officially had you know the conversation about being together exclusively (laughs) um and then you know and then there are other milestones in terms of then like living together or like getting married and or whatever it is but we have to put these markers in to judge you know the kind of the the value of the relationship and you know i think that's a bit but yeah. you know realistically again we we're, we're not it, it that's not really a good way of measuring things is it because everything's so individual because like you know for for me like um one of my friends is getting married in like a few weeks time actually but her and her fiance got together I would say like a few weeks after me and my ex got together and they oh, yeah. we my relationship is now over but they're about to get married and have now bought a house and things but you know in terms of milestones we've basically been together we our relationships held basically the same kind of length of time but lots of different things have happened in that kind of relationship so it's not you can't compare like for like in that way um no no and 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 other things and you know other people like you know our friends everyone had different you know relationships of length and of like experience and stuff you know and again it's not it's not judged on like you know completely on just like the length of time they've been together or if they've they're married or not married or live together or have children together and stuff it's it's something a bit more i don't know specific or nuanced than that for everyone um
0: yeah, I think I've definitely fallen foul of the um almost obsession to put labels on things um and i'm I'm gradually learning gradually Rome wasn't built in a day, but yeah gradually yeah. learning to stop being obsessed with that because then you then you miss what's actually going on I've always been a little bit like that sort of so busy looking ahead and getting excited about the future that I I can miss what's in the present sometimes um and I think um yeah I I just I just need to let go of yeah (laughs) there was a period of time where I was like is he my boyfriend I don't (laughs) know and then i sort of broached the subject once and he was a bit like well yeah <laughs> <laughs> like wh- why are you even why do you have to ask this kind of thing and i was like cuz i just i just want to know but it doesn't it doesn't, yeah like you say it doesn't actually matter does it because you can't use previous relationships as barometers not least because that's very unhelpful because any previous relationships are now over so why do you want to compare yourself to those relationships yeah. that didn't work out for whatever reason. And um I used to have all these kind of rules that I decided were appropriate for relationships, like, oh, you can't live together until you've been together for like I can't remember what it was now, a year and a half or something, I used to say, and hmm. you can't get engaged until you've done this and blah, 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 blah. And obviously people have different rules about the actual dating thing, don't they? Like some people would be like, oh, well I wouldn't kiss on a first date or yeah let alone do anything worse but there's no there's no right or wrong to that is there it's just how it works for you guys so
1: yeah I mean I think I mean my only caveat I suppose to all of that is I do think that if you're in a relationship you ne- you both need to be on the same page in terms of like what like, in terms of not necessarily being like, are we boyfriend and girlfriend? But in the sense of, like, you know, are we now... Are you seeing other people? Are we still seeing other people? Like, you know, or are we sort of together more exclusively? You know, all of those kinds of things. Or, like, is this something that is going somewhere or not going somewhere? Do you know know what I mean? Because I think there are some people where, like, I've known where they've been, you know, where technically they've kind of been dating in inverted with someone for, like, over a month and seeing them, like, every week or so. Um, and, but they're not together, like, they're, they're not boyfriend and girlfriend because they're both seeing other people but, you know, in another kind of relationship them having seen been seeing each other for that length of time would imply that they are boyfriend and girlfriend. Um, yeah, and exactly. It's just, like, as long as those people though know that, like not one of them, like if as long as not one person is assuming they are together exclusively and the other person doesn't know that and is still going on and seeing other people, then I think that's the thing that's important.
0: Yeah, I think I I was a bit apprehensive to establish what those boundaries were, um <laughs> for a little while. Because I was a bit like, well, well, I'm all in, but I don't know if he is kind of thing
1: yeah
0: Um, yeah but but I think he was all in the whole time but I just was just terrified of hearing an answer that I didn't want to hear
1: yeah yeah I mean I think it's always that thing isn't it of like the the kind of you know again like the kind of um the milestones or those kinds of rules like Oh, the man has to say, I love you first. The girl can't say, I love you first and stuff like that. Whereas in reality, like you should say it when you feel it. And, or, you know, or or that that kind of stuff. But I do feel like, again, like my friend that's getting married, like we did a Mr. And Mrs. Quiz at her Hendu the other week. And one of the questions was like, who said, I love you first. And like the answer was her but she added to that by basically saying like, yeah, but you guys forced me to say it because I told you that I wanted to say it and you said that I should just say it, but I wanted him to say it first. And we were like, yeah, but it doesn't like it It literally doesn't matter because obviously he said it too. And he was planning on saying it as well, but like, you know what I mean? Like I just, again, we put so much pressure on ourselves to like find that perfect moment or to do things in a certain order when,
0: she
1: just like
0: it doesn't matter um that's true and i was having a conversation with someone recently who she told me that she told her boyfriend that she loved him first and he didn't say it at the time back but Mm. she she was perfectly fine with that because she was saying how you know actually realistically you are unlikely to both want to say it and and feel it at exactly the same time yeah so actually we needn't be scared of the other person not saying it because yeah yeah, there is every chance that they they will want to say it soonish after you've said it
1: yeah Essentially. I mean I think as long as you're not declaring I love you on like the second date then I would assume <laughs> there's probably a safe assumption that if you feel that, then the other person feels that. Or if they don't, then, you know, maybe that's... Then again, that could be a sign that, you know, if, if that person is like, oh, my God, I can't believe you said that, then obviously that's just an indication of, like, your relationship and where it is, rather than the fact that you said, I love you first. Um,
0: yeah, I don't think it's about the other person being freaked out that you said it before they did it. It's just that it it was yeah, just maybe not quite at their pace, I guess.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think there is that thing of, you know, isn't it like there's that, what's that? Who did that song? Like, is it like the, like, Please Don't Tell, Please Don't Say You Love Me? Is that the song? Do you know what song I'm talking about? Um, No, I don't there was a song that was like not recent because you know I listen to songs that like we listen to at uni that I consider like still recent because they're the ones I listen to but like it was like a song that came out and it was like please don't say, say you love me but basically the whole song is about like you know someone telling them that like their partner saying that they love them and then them not being ready to say it but not wanting it to be that they don't feel like a strongly it's just that they don't feel that they can say it at that moment um yeah and I think that's the thing it's like you know when when I think it's the same for probably like other milestones inverted commas in terms of if someone was like let's live together and then one person's like oh no it doesn't necessarily mean that like they don't want to be with that person but it's just like is this the right time like what you know is this what we want because, again, I know someone that has been with their partner for, like, over 10 years, and they've never lived together. They don't They don't even really live in the same country. <laughs> um, oh, but okay. they still... But they... But they, like, their relationship for what it is, right? Like, they get whatever they want out of that relationship as it is without all this extra... Without these kinds of, I suppose, conventional uh yeah without this conventional kind of standards and stuff um but yeah
0: that's the ultimate isn't it if it works for you two if it makes you happy
1: yeah I mean I think I think as well now like you said and like now we're in our kind of 30s and stuff like the pressure as well to be in relationships and to be to meet certain milestones I feel is is, is is a lot more than ever, you know, in the sense of, like, do I want to, you know, because we're closer now to 40 than we are to anything else, Andy. been and Why? But we are! Like, that's the facts about ourselves. Um, <sighs> but in the sense of, like, but now you're, like, but do I want to be 40 and not be in a relationship or not be closer to like living with someone or like getting married and stuff like you know that I feel a lot more than I ever have
0: Mm. yeah I don't know how I feel about that I I feel in a bit of a transition stage because I I said to my boyfriend you know like relatively early on i think before we'd even met whilst we were you know just messaging and stuff i did say that i'm not i'm not looking to get into a relationship for the sake of being in a relationship i'm only going to get into a relationship if it's something like fucking awesome and he said he said the same so i'm sort of ignoring trying to ignore the sort of societal pressure of oh she's 35 um, and she's not married, or she's thirty-five, she doesn't have any kids. What's wrong with her? Sort of vibe, because I don't think, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just sick of listening to that, really. And I think that um, all, all I want at age forty is to be happy. Yeah. yeah whether that, that, I know that's 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 such a simplistic and, and cheesy thing to say, obviously. And it kind of should be all anyone wants is is to be happy. But I don't think that necessarily, you know, simply being in a relationship equals happiness. Obviously, it has to be the right relationship.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you know, I don't, I wouldn't necessarily want to, you know, jump into a relationship and just be like, yeah, let's just, you know, just so I could say I have someone or anything like that. But I think Mm. it's more just the kind of, I suppose, the perception of it and the way that you, like, you know, the way that you could, like, it builds into, I suppose, the way that you see yourself or the way that you see your life in a way, like, despite being happy, would you, you know, part of me might be like, would I be happier in a relationship or, you know, all that kind of stuff. And, And then it's like, oh, what am I doing to, like, you know, try and make that happen or, you know all this stuff and I suppose again then it seeps into a kind of like you were saying like that kind of thing of like is there something wrong with this person um and 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 stuff like again it was just like um you know I saw in someone's profile again like this person said you know it was something like um you know what's the what's the thing that you, what's the worst thing about that you should know about me or something along those lines and this person's written. Well, you know, I'm like nearly 40 and I'm still single. So maybe there is something wrong with me or something. Obviously it's a joke. Oh
0: God.
1: But it was obviously a joke. But in the same way, like, I think it does, that does speak to like a fear, isn't it? It's like, if you get to a certain age and you're still not in a relationship, like, is there something wrong? Like what is it like that people like want to find a reason?
0: Um, oh, Christ. But that is such a um, a closed minded view. Anything could have happened, couldn't it? You you could be widowed, couldn't you?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there are lots of explanations, but I suppose it comes down yeah. to well, I'm not widowed, and I haven't suffered some massive tragedy in my life. It just it just hasn't happened, you know, like. Um, and you know I don't I'm not saying like oh my god I'm really like terrified or I'm worried about it but I think it's more that kind of it's it's kind of you know on the edges somewhere in my mind um and I think that that is again something that I think is is it it, it, like I feel like the dating app industry feeds on that a little bit you know
0: oh god yeah it does yeah that we
1: should be kind of pushing people into like swiping on as many people as possible and paying for the premium memberships and all of that to make sure that you find someone um, and all of that kind of stuff but it doesn't really work it doesn't really work that way
0: no I think dating online dating is just so kind of loaded and the, the first time you meet someone is just so unbearably nerve-wracking as well because you both know what you're in it for if you if you um if you start dating someone that you already know or even if it was a friend set you up at least that friend knows both of you and sees the potential for some sort of spark but when when you're operating completely on algorithms and shit um and obviously you've you've both met via a dating app. So without even having to utter the words to one another, you both know what the other one's agenda is, which is so we're trying to get together. We're seeing if we've got the potential to be together. It's such a terrifying headline, I think. Mm. Yeah. Really, really fucking scary. The first the first time I <laughs> first time I met my boyfriend, I was so terrified. And um, he, he came to my house and he um, he shared his location whilst he was on the way over, <laughs> which didn't help at all because I could obviously see how far away he was. And <laughs> I was, oh my God, I, like, yeah, I was just absolutely um, bricking it, which, you, you know, people probably wouldn't expect me to be so scared, but it, it really oh it's like the scariest thing I've done this year for sure
1: <laughs> I know what you mean like I when I was going for my date last week like you know I started getting the kind of very nervous feeling of being like you know where are we gonna meet like am I gonna recognize him is he gonna recognize me like who's gonna come up to who first like do we hug do we like bump elbows like do what are we hug? gonna yeah like do yeah. you know what I mean like I've forgotten I just forgotten how to interact with with people in that kind of way <laughs> and then like you know but then as soon as that happened like he he was already there and he came up to me immediately and then we just started talking and as soon as we started like talking I was fine like I just was yeah. like okay where are we yeah. going like let's go so you start walking and, and you know it was all good um I mean I do have like I, I think the bit for me is more about like I just have this, like, you know, when you just have a feeling of, like, I don't want them to think that I don't look like my pictures. <laughs> oh,
2: but my God. That, yeah. that,
1: for me, is, like, one of the – I think that's where my nerve comes from, is that, like, that they will be, like, you don't look like the pictures, and I'm disappointed, and you're just like, oh. Because, obviously, now, oh, during, pandemic, during the pandemic, we are using, yes. like, older pictures because we have done nothing <laughs> in the past 18 months – And, like, I haven't, uh, you know, been on apps for, like, well, both of us, you know, previously haven't been on apps for, like, at least, like, a a couple of years. And it feels Mm -hmm. weird to use, it feels weird to use pictures, I suppose, that, like, my ex took of me or that are pictures of things, of me doing things that we were doing together. I don't know. It feels weird for me to use those kinds of photos, um, which then limits the amount of photos that I would say I could use without without going like really far back. Um.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I remember thinking that as well. Like, oh, I, I think I actually said to him before we met up, I was like, I'm I'm terrified that you're not going to think I'm as good looking as in my photos. And he was like, Yeah, same. And to be fair, when he turned up, I was like. He doesn't look like his photos, incidentally, because he actually looks, no, no, hear me out, because he actually looks better than the photos that he's using. So, and I have told him that since, I don't think he quite believes me, but mm. um, yeah, it was kind of like the opposite of being catfished, if that is even a thing.
1: I mean, I think so there is
0: very pleased,
1: basically. Yeah, I'm sure he was very pleased as well, Andy. Mm, I don't know. <laughs>
0: maybe i'll ask him
1: (laughs) well i mean uh, but there is something there isn't there about i feel like and this is i think a difference between men and women in particular is that i feel like women are more in the habit of taking photos of themselves of their friends and things so you kind of have a lot of go-to kind of photos that you can kind of use or at least as yeah. well, they're more comfortable with like, okay, this is the kind of photo that I want to take, or things like that. Whereas men, I don't think do that, and therefore, I think all of their photos, I would say, most of them are prop. They're mo- probably better looking in real life on on average, maybe because they're not good at taking photos. So, uh-huh. yeah, you know, they'll take the weird kind of selfies or the mirror selfies, or they'll have mainly a lot of pictures of them at like weddings but they're normally in like large groups because they don't have any like individual photos of them in like a suit or something or you know the classic holding a fish picture which seems to be super popular for some reason I don't (laughs) I don't know why people think that that's something attractive like is it like they're like oh it's like a joke on like plenty of fish in the sea or something I don't know but like there's so many people so many men have that picture and I just think why like why (laughs) is that and also like I feel like men don't understand the rules with like profiles and I'm not saying that these are like (laughs) written down somewhere but everyone knows that you put your hottest picture first right like you want to get people's (laughs) attention and then you go yeah. with your like you go with your other pictures where you like need a full body picture, you need a picture with peep with other people to show that you have friends, you need to have one that shows <laughs> that you can do an activity or sport or something. Yep. So you have that collection, but men just seem to be like, it's cool for me to to have this very blurry picture as my first picture, and then I'm gonna have all these pictures where I have different length beards, so it's not quite clear which one I have now then I'm going to have all these pictures <laughs> of me like very far away or like in a large group so it's difficult for people to tell who I am or yeah. they'll do horrible but the the selfie that I hate the most and I cannot stand and I wish I could just like ask men to like not do these types of pictures and to be fair like it's not I don't know whether women are like this because obviously I don't look at women's profiles but I would say that they right. don't do this but it's the on the bed like selfie do you know what I mean like they're lying on a bed and they're just taking a headshot and I'm just like and sometimes they have a top on sometimes they won't have a top on but that is the (laughs) photo and I'm just like why why is that why is that a picture that you want people like why do you think that people would find that attractive like I personally don't and I find it really weird that that's a photo that you think is going to attract people because no one looks good at that angle you know um so I just feel like 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 people just need to not not have that selfie like just please like you must have female people in your life whether that's like your mom your sister a female friend a female colleague like someone that can just take a photo of you and be like yes this photo is normal looking use this one
0: yeah, but that would mean um, asking for help in quite for quite an intimate issue, isn't it?
1: Yeah. yeah, 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 I mean, that's definitely it. I mean, it was interesting, like, my friend was asking me the other day about um, one of her, like, married friends had sent her a message saying, like, oh, send me your, your dating app profile. Um, I want to, like, match you with someone. And she was, like... I don't. She was like, I feel like that's quite a personal question. Like, sharing your dating profile isn't it, because it's kind of weird, isn't it? It's like I'll share. Yeah. I'll let this profile be seen by lots of people, like strangers and people I don't know. But if someone was to be like, "Can I see your profile?" I would find that quite we, Like, I would find that quite strange, and I don't think I'd want people to see my yeah. profile in a
0: way. Um, I know because Yeah, I actually, Yeah, I don't need to show my share mine with the select few people that I trusted I did I did share my profile many many months ago Uh, well not share it with I just showed it to on my phone to a couple of my male friends just to get their perspective and out of I think I had eight or nine photos on tinder one of them was filtered and they said get rid of that filtered one straight away and I was like what why it's a nice photo I think and Mm. they said oh no any man worth his soul any man with half a brain instantly swipe left if they see any filtered photos and I was like really because it's one out of however many and it's just a nice photo it doesn't look like it isn't me you can still tell it's me um yeah and I have shown that photo to my boyfriend instantly who said I wouldn't even have noticed that that was filtered (laughs) so (laughs) I don't think it really matters does it I mean, I don't have all your photos completely filtered to the hill where you're unrecognisable. That is a bit of a dumb move. But, um, yeah, just like the odd one maybe is okay.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, filters are a very common thing. And I think it's there's a difference between, like, a light, you know, kind of highlighted, like, you know, filter or whatever, to one where it's almost like you look like a cartoon because they've just started to like you know they've smoothed out their face so much and their eyes are slightly weird looking and stuff where it's just like that's really fake yeah. um yeah. to actually now people photoshopping their photos um and yeah so i find that kind of kind of interesting um yeah as well because I just feel like yeah it's kind of just a strange yeah it's just a strange way of like looking at things now where people are like yeah completely kind of filtered and or not filtered and stuff um but you know we're for dating apps you're presenting a snapshot of yourself aren't you you're presenting this yeah person but you're not that person in a way like you're not just that completely one thing um Hmm. you're a lot more than that and I feel like we have to yeah we have to kind of be a bit more open towards people but like I said I'm still swiping left if you've got a fish picture and a weird bed (laughs) selfie because I just can't I just can't with that it just it just makes me feel so uncomfortable (laughs) like
0: that's (laughs) your red line is it
1: I mean, though, I probably have many red lines, which is probably not a good thing. But, you know, like, at the same time, like, why waste your time, right? Like, if you know something isn't going to work for you, then yeah. then why why kind of bother? Um, but who knows? I mean, who knows what, what will continue to kind of happen? And, like, you know, it is a numbers game, as they say, with dating and dating apps. Um, um
0: it it's i was about to say it shouldn't be but then at the same time you do need to um yeah look beyond a profile sometimes because you need mm-hmm. to at least get to know someone a little bit first and not just swipe left on everyone oh, it's, it's just a really it's just a really tricky game basically in in a in a world where nobody just meets each other down the pub anymore <laughs> Is that what you would have wished for, Andy? In a perfect world, yeah, I I would love to have met him in a pub and gone up to him and just started talking to him. That would that would be the ideal because obviously the the it, it's a way less pressured environment. Then you're just chatting to someone in a pub, and if it leads somewhere, great. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. Hmm.
1: Yeah, I oh, mean, that's
0: sorry, just say, yeah. sorry, you go, no, you go, well, what I was going to say is one of the things about stereo is that people can leave you kind of like comments and we have received a comment. Shall I play it? <laughs> okay. Right. Here it goes.
2: Ladies, what's going on? You two sound like a bunch of uni students or something
0: nice um, we we are former uni students <laughs> I mean
1: we have, we have been friends since uni so maybe that's why we sound like uni students is because we still have that kind of relationship in terms of just chatting shit with each other about anything and everything but I mean if the person had been listening for a while they probably would have heard us talk about being in our 30s so definitely not, not uni students
0: <laughs> no <laughs> Well apparently he is still listening So Oh there's another comment Hold on oh, him again.
2: Wait for it Wait talking about dating and stuff Well we can make an experiment now Hello my name is Vito I'm from South London That's not my actual real name So yeah what's going on
0: <laughs> There you go Jassy's from South London
2: yeah,
1: good good for you, Vito. I'm also <laughs> sort of <laughs> South Londoner-ish. Um,
0: you are not a South Londoner, mate.
1: Well, I mean, I don't sound like I'm from South London, but I obviously live live around that area, that very big, big area. Um, You're quite but... <laughs> a posh show, actually, aren't you, Jasmine, thinking about it? No, I don't think I'm posh, but I think my accent is probably just very generic. Um, no,
0: it's lovely. It's received pronunciation.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> You're yeah. just not, not buying like, into this at all, are you?
1: No, not not really. <laughs> I don't You're really think this is... Thanks. Thanks, Andy.
0: Oh, how that's a good point. How important is accent to you in a dating sphere? Um...
1: I mean, I don't, I don't think I've ever had any accent where I'm just like, no, can't date a person <laughs> with that kind of accent. I mean, it's difficult, isn't it, in the sense of, like, when you're first talking to someone, you don't really hear their accent. So, you know, you don't know that until you actually meet them in real life and then you meet them in real life. I think it's more sometimes when... I think it's more like the way someone's voice sounds in the sense of sometimes I think that like being on a date with someone and their voice seemed really high-pitched and I felt weird about it because I feel like my voice is quite low or lower and I felt like my voice was lower than his and I felt uncomfortable with (laughs) that. So it wasn't the accent.
0: Would you not... um have a phone call with or exchange voice clips or video clips with someone that you've not met yet?
1: Um, I feel like I did that with my ex. We had a phone call before we met up, and I think that kind of helped, like, ease some of the nerves. But I didn't do it with the last date that I was on. Um, But I have done that, again, in the past with with different people that I've gone on dates with. Um, I mean, for me, I don't know whether, and and again, I don't know whether it would be like sometimes, um, you know, I think men may assume like what my voice might sound like because of my race or I don't know whether or not they think I would have a heavier accent or whether I would have a British accent or not. And I don't know whether they would be surprised that I I do have, in your words, Andy, a bit of a posh accent. I don't know.
0: it shouldn't surprise people though but you're right in that yeah maybe sometimes it would
1: Mm. yeah yeah so i think that's probably the only thing but have you ever encountered an accent that you didn't like
0: oh yeah of course i have
1: (laughs) which one specifically
0: (laughs) (laughs) um well um just uh, there was someone um uh in the very early part of this year that i had a, a video i knew he said video conference then a video date chat with and he he was from um dover which as you know is in kent sort of uh i can't think how far it is about 15 miles away from me but it was mm-hmm. a really quite heavy chavy over accent and um it was quite off-putting but not as off-putting as the actual stuff that he was saying because it turned out he was a bit of a you know thug life kind of individual um so that was the overriding negativity of the whole experience rather than his accent but the, the 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 accent didn't help if you know what I mean
1: yeah yeah no I know I know what you mean but to be fair I think it's again one of those things of all these things that we may or may not like about someone like they kind of you know kind of fade away because if you generally like someone it doesn't really matter what their accent is it doesn't matter how far away they live from you or how they dress or you know all those other things that we can say to try and dismiss someone like you know so i think that's the that's the kind of thing isn't it
0: yeah definitely we've got another comment
1: (laughs) Do you want do you want to listen to
0: it? Well, yeah, curiosity. <laughs> me. You ready?
2: Yeah, go on then. Uh, You put it on jazz. Okay. I've got a question. What do you look for in a man then?
0: <laughs> well Jesus that, that, like back right now. <laughs>
1: um I I don't know. I think again, like we've been talking earlier about kind of not wanting to kind of put too many kind of labels or talk about kind of having too many types I suppose but I think probably for me I'm probably looking for someone that is probably in a similar position to me in in kind of life um in terms of like having kind of a stable kind of job and kind of wanting to kind of move forwards and and all that kind of stuff because you know comparatively like my ex and me were in different positions in our life and that's kind of what led to some of our kind of disagreements and maybe our kind of breakup and stuff so i'd probably want someone that's kind of my peer or my equivalent in that kind of way you know probably share sort of similar kind of beliefs and all of that kind of stuff um and someone that is like um yeah i think someone that like is kind and funny and all the rest of the normal things that you'd expect from kind of someone i mean like i said it's kind of difficult to to kind of pinpoint one specific kind of thing but like I said, I probably, yeah, said what I'm not looking for. <laughs> Maybe that's kind of easier.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think, <laughs> and... well said, the, the the beliefs thing, the values thing is really, really massive for me. And I think um, I didn't realise how massive it was until uh, sort of talking to a few people in the sort of early dating stages of a few people Um who had completely different value bases to me and I thought oh hang on a minute this is helping me identify what I am looking for um and yeah it's it's value compatibility is uh is is massive and and someone accepting you for who you are it, it seems like I, I hear a lot of kind of stories from people where the person that they're in a relationship with seemed to want to change them didn't Mm. Want to accept them for who they are, um, but I think some of this links back to the um, fairy tale element, doesn't it? In that people, uh, maybe women want their prince charming, and if he steps one toe out of that box of perceived perfection, then that's it. He's a project. I need to change that. But again, people can't be your prince charming. You know that. That's a completely It's a very anti-feminist way to think as well, to to believe that um, a man will complete you, almost.
1: Mm. Yeah, yeah. No, I think, I mean, I think, you know, you kind of, like, the old adages is that you have to kind of be happy by yourself if you want to be happy with someone else. Sounds like a RuPaul quote. Probably is. Probably is. That's probably where (laughs) it came from. But, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, you've got to kind of, you've got to kind of stand on your own two feet and things before you can really look for, look for someone else. Um, and you do want someone to kind of build you up or bring out the best in you and not someone that kind of tears you down and, and that kind of stuff, um, which I think is, yeah, an important thing. Um, but, but yeah, I wonder as well, like, do people use stereo as a way to to meet people? <laughs>
0: I think they do sometimes. I've I've recorded um, other shows with other people, um, and uh, now and again, someone's left a comment like, "Hey, ladies, want a threes up?" esque comment. Not <laughs> not as blatant as that, but kind of like, mm, "Yeah, we're kind of not that interested. Thanks. We're just here to
1: talk." Yeah, we're just we're just here to have a chat like, with each other, but I do find, because I think, like, I saw, like, something else, I don't know who it was, I don't know if you saw, but someone had wanted, like, seemed to come up as, like, a wanting to be a
0: co-host. Yeah, I'm not going down that road again.
1: <laughs> Does that happen down down
0: that to you? What happened with yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, just some, somebody, um <laughs> I let somebody co-host with us, and they kind of hijacked the show, and I didn't really... <laughs> appreciate it because this is uh okay this is completely self-centered but this is this is my little venture this is me foraying into the world of podcasting and the reason that I'm being so like yeah it's unscripted it's unedited but it has to be um about you (laughs) real well I don't know a little bit I, yeah, I, I want, I want to be sort of mostly in, in control of it, and it's, I say, it's just an experiment. It's just a bit of fun for, for, um, for me, really. I just wanted to try my hand at it and see what happened. But unfortunately, I kind of, I thought I had like a regular co-host, but I, I don't think that's going to work out now. And then more, and then it sort of all fell by the wayside because other things have been happening in life and then more recently i thought well why don't i see if someone that i know would like to do it who do i you know have really good conversations with i mean they they're good in my opinion and hopefully yours as well jazz i don't know what any potential listener might think, (laughs) but then that's not not massively the point i'm not looking for my 15 minutes of fame because I know I'm not going to achieve that because you have to have quite a lot of backing and time and effort put into these things and these these are literally just public recordings of conversations that I'm having with my mates basically
1: Mm. yeah well I think you know it's always interesting (laughs) isn't it to listen to like other people chat about things and, and and stuff whether it's like feeling like oh it's nice to kind of listen to other people or it's kind of like oh yeah I feel like that or that happened to me and all of those kinds of things but yeah I think what you what you were saying about you know if you wanted to to actually have a podcast podcast then you probably would need to have a bit more of a sense of script or like theme and stuff to try and draw people in a bit more um then obviously just me and you just chatting about whatever and whatever comes into our heads
0: (laughs) yeah yeah I mean although that that is how the other three recordings I've done have gone but they've been with people that I don't know so this I'm hoping might have a slightly different angle in that hopefully it's clear that you and I have known each other for a long time
1: I mean if people have listened if people have listened to this entire thing we've talked a lot about experiences that we've had together which have run the gauntlet of just, you know, being probably when we were from uni to to kind of now. Um, So, yeah, I think that probably hopefully would come through.
0: Um, But. Well, we've had eight listeners at various points since we've been talking. (laughs) Wow. Which I think is very promising. And I have an RSS feed and I have a, uh, this uh, my show, if you like, life and other Bullets is on Spotify as well.
1: Yeah, I know you sent me the link. I think, and I was like, because I listened. To, I think your one of your first ones, and I think I could tell that the person you're talking to was not someone that you knew. Ah, yeah, Paloma,
0: yeah, yeah. Bless her. She was she was cool, but she. Yeah, I guess she's she's got other things going on, so she hasn't been available to do any more recording recently. Um, But that's that's fine. Yeah, so yeah, a different, a slightly different take with you, Jazz. I'm very pleased that you are happy to go public.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, like we're not saying anything, I suppose, massively like secretive. Or, like, hopefully nothing too controversial. Um,
0: no. I mean, we have we have mentioned some names, but I think that's okay. We haven't mentioned uh, any, any ex or current boyfriend's <laughs> names or anything like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, is it the same person that keeps leaving comments, <laughs> like voice notes for us?
0: Oh, can you see that they're there as well? I thought it was only me that could see.
1: Now I can see them too,
2: yeah,
0: ah, what th- should we play them? yeah, they're both veto, <laughs> okay, <laughs> right, right
2: here goes, yeah, you can meet like people off stereo if they live nearby. I met two women off stereo, but yeah it's not it's not really a meeting app of that sort, but I guess it's better than the dating ones, like you said, where just swipe li- right, swipe left, you don't really get a chance to speak, so here you can kind of you know. Sense the person's personality a bit.
1: True. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I don't know, but I I don't think I would ever try and beat someone through stereo because I would find that very strange. But I am um, I can see why people might do that. Um, do you play the next one?
0: <laughs> of course, I do. Uh,
2: yeah, jazz seems very shy. <laughs>
0: shy Wait, she's not shy
1: i don't know if i'm shy but maybe i'm just like uh a bit more cautious maybe about meeting strangers <laughs> um maybe that's that's the thing um uh. so i think that's that's probably where it, where it kind of comes from um and and stuff but you know thanks thanks for the comments Vito.
0: <laughs> yeah, Vito is is good to have a fan. Thank
1: you very much. <laughs> I don't know if we class them as a fan, but maybe just someone else that's around on like a Tuesday night at nine thirty. He's still <laughs> listening though, so
0: maybe that is fandom.
1: I d- I don't know. I don't know what do class a fan as. I mean, to be fair, actually, like who knows if we'll if we'll make another one like after this.
0: Um... I really, really hope so, Jasmine.
1: <laughs> <'cause>
0: I, <laughs> I love talking to you anyway, so you know.
1: Yeah, no, I like I like talking to you as well. Well, Andy. I don't know whether you're gonna ask any of the other circle to to it. Any of the other names that we may have mentioned.
0: There are some names that I know definitely wouldn't do it. Um Emma said that she would, actually, one time. So Oh yeah. I would definitely, I mean, that would be, God knows what heinous memories from the past <laughs> she might bring up, given that I've been friends with Emma since, you know, the mid-90s. So that could be quite um, <laughs> yeah. quite frightening for me, given what she, you know, the shit she's got on me. Christ, um, I don't know if it's it should see the light of day. But um, she says she's up for it. I, I guess it's just, um, you know, Around young ladies' schedule, whether um, she'll have the opportunity to. But she's she's a listener, you know, Jazz. So she's going to listen to this one.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, hi Emma, <laughs> if you're listening. When you listening. Um... <laughs>
0: yeah. Um... I'll be listening tomorrow, I reckon.
1: <laughs> All right. Um, we've got we've got some more voice
0: notes. Okay, let's go.
2: Hey, give give us your Instagrams and I'll decide if I'm a fan or not. <laughs> I don't know. Andrea gives me like assertive feminist vibes. And then wait, like, Jasmine gives me, you know, giggly submissive vibes.
0: <laughs> Mate, I think you've got us round the wrong way.
1: <laughs> I mean um uh yeah, I'm not I'm not an Instagrammer really. Well, I think I have an Instagram, but um yeah, I don't think it's very public. And um I don't think I, I'm definitely maybe just coming across differently on on, uh, on this kind of stereo, but I don't think I don't think necessarily either of us are very submissive or aggressive in, in either kind of way. I think it's probably just the topics that we've been discussing, maybe, I think.
0: Um yeah, no no aggression. I think we, we both get passionate about various things. Mmm. Yeah, definitely. I think um I mean you you do get aggressive if you've had some gravy, especially at the end of the night out. That is true. And that is that is still <laughs> true.
1: And that's why I just don't have gravy anymore. Um because, of, a shame. because of what happened when we were at uni. Um, you know, with all the aggression that I had. <laughs> Um, I I remember
0: that being aimed at a particular individual at times.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think it but I feel like that individual had their moments with all of us because of their personality.
0: <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> Do you remember well, you oh, one of the things I remember um we talked about old consoles and stuff and I said how um back in the day uh, me and my sister used to play on my dad's he had this Atari and I couldn't remember what the name of the model of it was but I was like "Ah, oh, it was an Atari something and it took floppy disks right I now know all these years later that it was an Atari ST right but mm. this particular individual who I will not name not that I think she'd ever listened to this <laughs> but just not going to name her <laughs> anyway she um, was like no Andy Ataris didn't take floppy disks I was like well, this one fucking did she's like no no it didn't none of them did that's impossible and i was like how are you trying to correct a genuine true memory that i have or something that i actually experienced and you're telling me that that isn't true how could your knowledge of atari computers um be superior to my actual real life memories like what the fuck are you talking about and then she even decided to ring her dad or her brother or someone to check if Atari ever made a console that took floppy disks. And they verified with her that they did. And I was like, yes, of course they fucking did. Because we had one.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that is... There were just so many instances like that where they asserted a fact, and it definitely wasn't a fact. And we were just like, no, shut up. Um... (laughs) And I think that's that's kind of yeah where it, where it kind of ended um and and things. Um but but yeah, so I mean, you know, shout out to that person if they were to be listening.
0: <laughs> oh shout out to that person who who also, once upon a time, just completely unprompted, um started to talk about facial attractiveness and declared to me that she thought she was prettier than me which (laughs) yeah like maybe she was and that's absolutely fine but you don't just sit there and tell someone that's meant to be your friend that do you
1: no no i don't think she was as well andy so i think she she was related to Well she just liked to I think she just liked like to like so I think she had like a hierarchy in her mind of like all of us in terms of who she thought was was better than who and blah 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 and
0: She did. You know. Yeah, she thought there was a pecking order. And or maybe there was a pecking order. But you don't there's no need to just say that to someone unprompted, is there? That's the honestly, it's not I don't think I'm prettier than her or whatever the truth is. That I mean that's um that's completely um, subjective to whoever's looking, really, isn't it? But the it's it's just the point of it's it's just incredibly rude to just launch that opinion on someone that they didn't even ask for, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. The definitely. bit that I couldn't that's the bit that I couldn't bear. And oh, yeah, when they moved into my old room as well.
1: Yeah. Well, I know that that so it was, it was difficult.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. you shouldn't have been because I, I was moving out because I moved to Manchester. So, yeah, that's just that's just how it was. But somehow she still had to go for the one-upmanship. Oh, look how much tidier I keep this room than you used to, Andy. Okay, so I'm a messy fucking person. Big whoop. You get a medal. <laughs> true wow this is is unleashing a lot of feelings actually i need to calm down (laughs) i mean i I think i feel like
1: yeah i mean to be fair it was a very long time ago but i do feel like out of all of us you and her had the most kind of contentious relationship um yeah we did because she liked to compare you two um and i don't think she compared like she, I don't think she, well, to be fair, I wasn't as around as much, but like I don't really, I didn't really get that vibe from her when I was there. Um,
0: and things, but but yeah, um, I think in, in her mind, you were further up the pecking order than I was <laughs>
1: <laughs> with this imaginary pecking order. Um, that, and, but you know, in the end,
0: Andy, like
1: you're here and she's not, so.
0: Yeah her. I don't know where she is I'm not I'm not connected to her through social media or anything actually I don't even know I don't even know what her second name is now I know she got married and it changed but I don't know what to no
1: I don't I don't know I mean I don't care as well so um <laughs> 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 wow brutal it's <laughs> brutal but like in the sense of you know the person that i have been interacted with for like years and years and years like it doesn't really matter does it i'm sure she doesn't care what's happened to me either um so you know it is what it is i don't know if we should um should do final comments and then maybe do do a sign off uh yeah
0: hold on so- sorry um Somebody has left a message, but they've also written a types message. Okay.
2: Don't play that song for me. Because it brings back memories. (laughs) Old days that I once knew. The days that I spent with you. No, don't let them play it. It fills my heart with pain. Please stop it right away. Cause I remembered just what he said. He said, darling, darling, I, I love you, darling. And I, I love you, darling, darling. I love you, but he lied, he lied. He did,
1: did that person uh, leave a, a written comment?
0: Yeah, but it was just the lyrics of what he sang. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Casey, Rob, if you're still listening, uh, which I can probably check if you are. <laughs> oh, he's still listening. That was exquisite. I... Um, <laughs> That was nice Loft that was words. very nice.
1: Thank you. Thank you for everybody... that serenade.
0: Yeah. I was gonna say, <laughs> everybody likes being serenaded but actually I know for a fact that they don't.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. I mean that I think it you have to find your audience there. But I mean on a on a on a like open stereo why not have have a little tune. Um <laughs> but yeah is the That's other. Never before. No one's ever sung to you on this before.
0: No one's ever sung. No, especially not wow. such beautiful sentimental works <laughs> like that. Um so the last comment is from Vito again. See what Vito's got to say for himself this time. Okay.
2: If you were to rate each other out of 10 what rating would you give each other?
0: My my general <laughs> rating of jasmine would be 10 obviously
1: yeah you definitely give each other we definitely like we give each other 10 like <laughs> be, it'd be so weird if it, it. it's like it reminds me of those like um of those you know like the guardian like first dates and they have to mark each other about the date out of 10 and i'm always just like if i was on that i would definitely be agreeing like what what score we we're going to give each other because i don't want to be the muppet that gives like an eight and they give like a five. you know so yeah like you just have to you just have to yeah clear that clear up but obviously me and you andy we know that we'd give each other 10 so there's no there's no contest no no need to
0: agree that in advance yeah and even if you wanted to subcategorise further marks we'd still give each other 10 for everything wouldn't we really yeah that is my wishful thinking
1: no, of course we would. Of course we would. But we wouldn't even need to do that. To <laughs> yeah, we wouldn't even need to do that, though, right? Like, Because we already yeah. know we're, like, you know, golden to each other.
0: Exactly. We have a long and varied and exciting history.
1: <laughs> to be continued on another, on a, maybe a future, on a future stereo. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Do
1: you want
2: to hear one last shout-out from Vito before we go? Okay, yeah. yeah. I was just testing. I think men are more honest than women, though. You know what I mean? Like, say if i got my model mate there and he got me, you will give me, like, a six or a seven, and I'll give him, like, no homo, but I'll probably give him an eight or a nine. You know, we're more honest that way. And you got an ugly mate, we'll give him a four looks wise but i see women that was trying to accommodate the feelings
0: <laughs> uh, well it's called the sisterhood isn't it
1: <laughs> well i mean i guess it's up it's up to you though isn't it like you know if you wanna if you wanna give your mate a four then give your mate a four i mean there probably are some mates that i probably would give a four to but andy's not one of oh. them so
0: oh you're a real mate mate
1: (laughs) but you know I think I think as well like I don't know like I don't think that women go around marking each other maybe in the same way that may men might I don't know um but we're both we're both tens so
0: (laughs) and that is the feel-good note that we both really wanted to end on isn't it true true <laughs> well Desmond, it's been an absolute pleasure thank you so much for joining me I really 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 want to do another one with you if you want to put a bit more structure in I think we can <laughs> if you would prefer
1: no no I mean I think like you know let's let's see how things go um you know we'll we'll kind of see what happens see see who else drops by maybe we'll get another serenade Maybe Vito will be back.
0: (laughs) We could even do a (gasps) three-way.
1: What, with Emma? Possibly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that could be fun.
0: What do you think of that?
1: Yeah, well, why don't you have a chat to Emma and we'll see see what happens.
0: Cool, I'll see Emma on Saturday, so um, I will have a word.
1: Okay, cool. Do we just sort of sign off do you end end the talk now
0: yeah i mean i don't have any sort of catchphrase or motto if that's what you're expecting me
1: (laughs) (laughs) i guess you can just say good night and yeah this is this is jasmine Good night. This is Andrea, or Andy, as I've been called this whole podcast. Yeah, okay. Well, I
0: say that like Andy is my alleged name. No, that (laughs) is a name that I am known by.
1: I don't think I've ever called you Andrea. I don't think I've ever called you Andrea ever. No, Um, you
0: haven't. And it's weird that you just did, actually. yeah that is that is
1: strange i mean yeah maybe in the next podcast we can talk about the nicknames that we have or something oh
0: only certain nicknames though jasmine oh
1: yes yeah, certain <laughs> nicknames certain <laughs> nicknames. yeah 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 <laughs> definitely certain in nicknames not all, yeah not not all the nicknames but the nicknames that we would more commonly use between each other
0: yes like yeah. sloth and koala bear for example yeah yeah for example
1: Okay. Oh no,
0: spoiler for next time.
1: <laughs> well, who <laughs> knows? Who knows what will happen? Okay, well, it's been good to talk to you, Andy. So
0: You too, mate. I'll speak to you again very soon, I'm
2: sure. Yep. Bye. Bye.